0: Elevated the Zone and the Zone Sports Network, exclusive home of Utah Jazz basketball. Speaking of the Utah Jazz, three selections in the back end of the NBA draft. And joining us now, one of those selections on the Sprint Special Guest Line, where you can get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with the new line of service. Visit a local Sprint store near you for details. Justin Wright Foreman, kind enough to join us. Justin, how are you?
1: Hey, Justin.
2: I'm
0: good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. So let's talk about what the uh, last week has been like for you after uh, draft night and uh, what, how crazy things have been.
2: Uh, this week has been amazing. It's been a dream come true. It's been so unreal. I still feel like I'm in the dream. But um, just to be able to be a part of the Jazz organization and just be here and come to come to work every day and it's it just it's just uh, amazing.
1: Justin, I want you to let Jazz fans know what you were doing the night of the draft. And, you know, things are creeping down 50-51. You saw the Jazz move up, take uh, Jarrell Brantley at number 50. And it's coming down the line. Just where were you? Who were you with? And, and what was that night like, that draft night like?
2: Uh, so from the start of the day, it, it began when I wake up, When I, I mean, when I woke up. Um, it was an unreal feeling when I woke up. It was I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect throughout the day because I, I didn't know. I, I was hard to tell whether I was getting drafted or not. So now it's creeping down to you get to the – I actually had a party uh, with my friends and family, and we were watching it outside, and we had like a little projector screen. And then now as it's creeping down to 50, I start getting nervous. But once i seen Jarrell get drafted, I was so happy. and It was just an amazing feeling, not only for, for him, not only for me, but for the CAA. Uh, which is the conference we played in. So now it's creeping and creeping and creeping. And then once I seen the Jazz at 53, I, I automatically just put my head in my hands, and I, I just I didn't know w- what to expect. And all I know is I heard my name, and I put my head down, and I just I just couldn't be more happy. I just thank God for for everything to pan out the way it did and the Utah Jazz taking a chance on me. So you didn't get a phone call before. You found out actually watching no, on TV no, that you'd been drafted. I, I actually uh, yes, I found out actually watching TV. I didn't get a phone wow. call or anything. So that's what made it more emotional for me because I was just so ner- – was, it was nerve-wracking because you don't know what could happen or, or what teams could do. But like I said, I'm just happy to be a part of this organization. Uh, this organization really cares about you and, and, and definitely definitely very uplifting.
1: Who was the first to call you? Uh, Jarrell. Oh really?
2: You're he was, te- the, fir- he was or- the first person to call me, but my phone—my phone was like knocked out of my hand. Everybody was on top of me, uh, <laughs> just uh, just yelling. So, and once I got back to my phone, and I seen I seen Jarrell call me, I, I was I was like, wow, this is this is crazy. I couldn't even believe that he uh, that he called my phone and as a as a as a draft draft as a jazz jazz draft pick.
0: When uh, when did you first hear from the Jazz? How soon after did the Jazz finally get a hold of you?
2: It was like twenty minutes, and I was still in mid cry.
1: You were still mid cry, did you say?
2: I was still I was still mid cry. Like I was I was <laughs> crying, and all all of a sudden, I seen an eight hundred one number pop up on my phone, and I'm like I'm like oh man! I picked up the phone. It, it literally rang one time, one time, and I picked the phone up.
1: I love it. That's awesome. So now we know that you're going to be transitioning over to the NBA game, obviously three-point line extends a little bit and you're well known for your three-point percentage and your great shooting how well do you think you can transition to that three-point game and and what you're going to be expected to do here in the nba
2: well first off the organization expects me to defend and that's what i'm going to do and the offensive side of the ball, I really don't think I have a problem, especially coming into work every day the way that I do. I think I should be fine. Uh adjusting the three point lines so I've been working all all through pre draft and all through my trainings when I was back at home. So uh I guess one of my specialties is shooting off the bounce. I'm a good pull up a, a good pull up guy. So now I have I just have to learn how to extend that to the three point line. I should be I should be I should be great.
0: You uh you understand that obviously that uh it it's it's a hard row for a lot of uh, second rounders to break in there have been a lot of great second round picks that have been successful in the NBA but are you excited for this journey that are you excited for this opportunity
2: what what are your emotions right now uh my my emotions are very high i'm just i'm just want to work uh i just want to learn the game from everybody here uh and th- this organization has a great development with their players so i'm just interested to uh to just go in and work every day and what type of feedback I get on an everyday basis of how I played or what I could do and just, just learn from it.
1: Two-time CAA Player of the Year, and we talked at length about your abilities on draft night. Scotty and I and a bunch of others, we were up until about 11.30 talking about you guys and, and the draft picks and we did a really deep dive on some of your abilities, but it sounds like the first thing they said to you was, you better come in and defend. What, what was that conversation? And then give us some other thoughts that they gave you and what was expected of your game?
2: Well, they knew I could score the ball, and, but they knew I was a decent defender too. But the way Coach, the way coach Snyder coaches, he's a hard-nosed defensive coach who, who really values that side of the ball. So with me coming in, I just want to work at being the best player I could be but also be one of those players that could potentially one day guard the best players on the other team and, and hold them and, and hold them to the least amount of points as possible.
0: Tell us about what basketball is like there with you and Jarrell in the CAA. Certainly, a competitive league. It had to be a fun one to play. Uh, fun league to play in.
2: Uh, it definitely is a fun league. It's very competitive, and a lot of people don't know that uh, our league is very slipped on from a player standpoint and from a coach's standpoint too. We have good coaches in uh, the CAA too, who really, who really take the time to really uh, help us with our game as well. But uh, there's a lot of talented uh, guys in the league and a lot of people don't know about. So uh, we're just excited and uh, to have this tip on our shoulder to prove every day that that our league is nothing to be played with.
1: Justin, let the listeners know where you grew up, and give us the name of your high school.
2: Uh, I grew up in Laurelton, New York. It's a small place in Queens, and I went to a high school for construction, which was built in 2006. Um, it's It's a fairly new school um wasn't really heard about we've moved from the uh, public school a division to the double a which uh contains cardozo martin van buren and uh, other schools like that so it's a, it's a little public school who when i finally got there um after my co- my high school coach Corey simper uh actually told me uh, told me about the school and I, i'm just excited to have put them on the map
0: Tell us a little bit about your relationship with Jarrell and, and how that how you formed that and how you how you two got to be so close.
2: Um, we actually went to war for four years, so to be able to be on the same team when we went to the three on three tournament in Minnesota and to be able to actually learn each other's game and to be able to talk about how much we respected each other and, and how hard and seeing how hard he worked on an everyday basis, especially there uh, our relationship has been great i I consider him a close friend and and just just him being himself he's he's goofy he's just like me i like to have fun uh very outgoing uh i like to make people laugh and it's been great our relationship is is amazing
1: jazz pick justin Wright foreman hanging out so give us your timeline what you just your when do you arrive or have you arrived and and when do you start engaging with uh, jazz workouts
2: um, so I've been here, I got here on Sunday and I've been pretty much, as soon as I landed, I can't, I went straight to the gym, me and Jarrell and, and, uh, and yay. So as soon as we got here, we just got straight to work. Um, the, and every day since then, we've just been, we've just been working out and getting after it every day in the weight room and doing recovery.
0: You know, you look at the, uh, the college, college career you had, I know you, Suffered a heartbreaker in that NIT loss to uh, NC State. You had 29 points in that game uh, and certainly had a great year. Uh, I know you talked a little bit about your transition to the NBA, but what do you think you can do immediately in the NBA this next season, whether it be uh, with the Jazz or in the G League? What do you feel like you bring to the table right now?
2: I bring to the table energy. That's one thing that I pride myself off of on both sides of the ball. Um, I just plan to be the, the hardest worker I could be, and just bring that on an everyday basis. Because without energy and without having fun, when you're playing basketball, it, it, it's not going to be. It's, it's not an enjoyable thing. But you have to enjoy this, and you have to just live in the moment, and and you have to love it because you come into work every day. It's, it's a dream come true just to be a part of the Jazz, and not only that, but just to play basketball.
1: Justin, how familiar are you? with the current utah jazz roster and obviously the mike conley move how well do you know these players how 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 much have you watched them and what do you think about this this roster that
2: surrounds you uh this roster has a great group of guys who want to work and i think that's the very that's the most important part uh development that that is is here is is second to none uh they they really take the time to really get to know you as a person and a basketball player as well. And I'm very appreciative of the fam the family atmosphere that goes on around here. Everybody really takes the time to really get to know you and to see what you're really about. So I'm very appreciative of everything of these guys and everything they do for us.
0: You know, I'm just looking at uh, some of the some of the roles they had you play there. Uh, sometimes you play the one, sometimes you play the two. They even had you a few times playing the three. Did that versatility and that, that kind of different, different uh, responsibilities in college, do you think that will help you in the next level?
2: Yeah, because it helped me see different uh, different guards, whether they were bigger or smaller. So being able to sit down and guard the guards in the conference and even in our non-conference schedule, it just, it just helps me and gives me confidence that now I come here and I could be able to switch one, two, three. And be able to play the one uh, and the two. It just, you know, it just gives me confidence to be able to be able to score or make plays for others.
0: Well, hey man, it's been fun chatting with you. Hopefully, we can do this again soon. Uh, congratulations on getting drafted. We look forward to catching up again here very soon.
1: Really happy for you. Thank,
0: thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Justin Wright Foreman. That was fun.